0: Welcome to episode number 7 of this little grand old experiment we love to call here in Gettysburg, Sports Bar Talk. Wow! All I can say is wow! We're already 7 episodes in and I'm really excited because I got a new iPhone 11 Pro that came in the mail today. Beautiful color, midnight green. Shout out to David from AT&T who hooked me up with the phone and the uh, nice OtterBox. But you know what? This is not a phone, a podcast about Apple products. This is a podcast about sports. But before I get into the sports, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's tuned in and wrote a genuine, nightly nice review. Uh, I love every one of y'all. And with that being said, we got a lot to cover and a very cheesy food of the week. So this is Sports Bar Talk. We got the best scene in the house! And we're going to start in the NFL where I know you... Go, I have some Redskins fan. Well, they're no longer called the Redskins, but I know I've had some fans of the Washington football team that listen to this podcast. And today, we kind of got their new name. Kind of. Just for this season only. Though, as they settle on a more permanent nickname the nickname for the Washington NFL team this year is we're going to do another drum roll drum roll please the Washington NFL team yeah that's right it's boring but i like it it gives them more time for a more better nickname when we come down the line of course growing tensions in the world over racial Uh, And so it'll be called the Washington NFL team uniforms will still be the same Just you won't see any more Redskins stuff. The Redskins logo has been replaced on the helmet with the number of The player so Dwayne Haskins will wear numbers and will have number seven on his helmet It's, It's a lot like the University of Alabama, but uh the new team name is effective immediately And it will remain in place pending an adoption of the new team name. The name comes after the team faced increased pressure to change its name due to racist connotations according to CNN. And so, the decision to use the Washington football team name allows the franchise to undertake an in-depth rebranding process to properly include to get input from players, former players, the community... Their fan base, sponsors even, because I know if they had kept the Redskins, they wouldn't have had a name for their stadium, because FedEx Field said they would have dropped out. Um, So, FedEx Field will still be around. And they hope to finish... There's still some stuff in the D.C. area that still has the Redskins name on it, whether... Redskins Park, which I guess is the street that uh, FedEx Field is on or where the uh, offices are located. they are still got to work on tearing all the stuff that says Redskins down. They hope to have that all taken down by the time they play the Philadelphia Eagles on September 13th. And so, let me know in your review, what do you think the new name for the Washington NFL team is going to be? Will it potentially be? What will the name be? I don't know what the name is going to be. I've heard maybe the Red Tails or the, Night Haw- or the Red Hawks. We'll see. But that is the Redskins. Now, the, uh, now, to the next sport, we'll get back to the NFL in a bit because training camps are opening up right now as we speak. But we're recording this podcast on a Thursday. This is dropping on a Friday. I believe I mention this every week. But while I, as I am recording this, we are about an hour and 23 minutes away from the return of America's pastime. That's right, Major League Baseball returns. Well, by the time it drops, it will have returned, and hopefully the New York Yankees will have defeated the defending World Series champion Washington Nationals. And... Of course, I've been over the new rules, no spitting, players to av- for pitchers to avoid licking their hands. They now have a wet rag out there on the pitcher's mound. Uh, the bench, they won't be in a normal dugout. Some of the players will be actually sitting in the stands. And I Also, I was watching, they did some little spring craning 2.0 games at the teams' ballparks. They have tents set up in the first couple rows. Behind the dugout. And apparently there's like treadmills there. And uh, exercise machines for the players. To keep loose. Because you really can't do it. To keep loose and to be able to stretch. So there's going to be treadmills set up. At least. I think it was either PNC Park or City Field. Where I saw it. So quite frankly that is amazing. It's like the NBA. I know the NBA at some of the arenas they have. The bike machines. While players on the bench get loose. I saw. Chris Stapp's Porzingis when he played for the New York Knicks riding it. When I went to see him play the Brooklyn Nets, one of his last games as a Nick before he got traded to the Dallas Mavericks. But, uh, so baseball is back, and I am so proud of everyone and thankful for everyone who was able to get a deal done, whether it be the Players Association, Commissioner Manfred, and, of course... We can't forget to mention, I know... I, now, last week, I ended by saying listen to Tony. I'm sure many of you guessed. It is... I told you all to listen to the great doctor. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the voice of reason in this country for the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, he will be throwing out the ceremony for ceremonial first pitch at uh, the Yankees-Naturals game. So, hopefully... It is a nice pitch. It is right down the middle. It is a strike. Hopefully it's not like 50 Cent's uh, first pitch back in 2012 or uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh my gosh, those were disasters. Hopefully this isn't a disaster. Dr. Fauci did mention when he talk, talked to CNN the other day, he did pitch. He was a Little Leaguer back in the day. And of course, also baseball-wise, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Canadian government, said you can't play in Toronto, we we can't let Americans travel in. The border will still remain closed to baseball teams. So Toronto's been looking for a home. Yesterday it was announced they were going to share their that the Pirates would share their PNC Park with the Blue Jays, but the PA Department of Health shut it down because due to a rise of coronavirus spread in the Pittsburgh area. So, right now, I have heard this is a new development, and pending the Maryland Department of Health's approval, the Blue Jay- the Baltimore Orioles have reached out and agreed with the Blue Jays to share Camden Yards. So, the Toronto Blue Jays and Baltimore Orioles, for at least one season only, will be sharing the same ballpark. I can't wait to see it. It will certainly be interesting when they play each other. Who has the advantage? I still give the advantage to the Orioles. All right, enough baseball for now. We're going to go back to the NFL because I don't know if you heard, training camps are scheduled to get underway. Some teams have already begun training camp. Some still have to go. I know the Kansas City Chiefs rookies reported on Monday, the defending Super Bowl champions, I might add, Kansas City Chiefs, have reported. I know Tom Brady reported today to get his COVID test. And, you know, it was weird because... The NFL had the most time out of all these sports leagues to get a plan together on how to combat the virus and to be able to play football safely. And this weekend, when teams told their players to report, there was no plan. But they do have a plan. Um, they are testing everybody that has um, that is involved with the team and involved with training camp. And on Tuesday, the NFLPA, a players' union. Announced 59 player, current players have tested positive for the virus at some point during the pandemic. Some point. Uh, it, well, it used to be 95, but half of that was personnel, so coaches, and it wasn't just players. So they're still working, like, the travel issue right now. So as of right... And I know they did cancel the preseason, so we won't have a preseason this year, which... I think they at least needed one preseason game, week one, man. That's just gonna it's gonna be a rough go because the football is sloppy in the first in the preseason, and for the guys that normally rely on the preseason to get a shot with an NFL roster, they're gonna have to work extra hard in camp. So that's why I said they should at least have one preseason game. Like look at the NBA, they suspended their season, but they're playing like preseason 2.0 games to get ready for the reset so that way when they come back next week they can be all set to go and the basketball isn't quite as sloppy week one that football is going to be some rough football you'll see a lot of incompletions might not be a good if you like high scoring games you might get a lot of you might not get it if you're a defense big fan of defensive football you might get a lot of good a lot of defense and That'll certainly make for some low-scoring fantasy football games as well. I know, I play fantasy football. It'll certainly make for some low-scoring games. But right now, zero preseason games. Everything is st- But the regular season is still on a schedule. We're going to see what happens there. All right, let me see our time. All right, let's move on to the food of the week. Actually, before that, real quick, one more baseball note. Uh, the star... Outfielder for the Washington Nationals. I forgot to mention this. Juan Soto did test positive for COVID-19. He won't be playing uh, in the game tonight between the Yankees and Nationals. Probably won't be playing for at least two weeks unless he gets the two negative tests that we've seen in the protocol from the PGA Tour. Alright, we wish Juan Soto well. But now, back to the food of the week. And I mentioned... It was gonna be a cheesy food, and you know this is this is really a classic too. I know I had hot dogs, and that was really an American classic. You could say this food's another American classic. You can any time of the year you can have it, and it just tastes amazing. Drum roll for the food of the week in episode number seven: grilled cheese. (laughs) I love grilled cheese. The melt Now, the gooey, melty cheese is amazing. And sometimes when you get it, the cheese overcooked and there's the little cheese that runs over the edge of the bread, just amazing. Uh, my favorite type of cheese is American, and I love it on white bread. So a grilled American cheese on white bread, so good. The creaminess of the American cheese. American cheese is my favorite cheese on any sandwich, though. Because the creaminess of it and the way it can melt just makes it so good. Mmm, so good. And you add the pairing of the white bread, just amazing. But, uh, some places I like grilled cheese. First off, this is a place you really can't get tea, grilled cheese at because it's not a restaurant. It's my grandma's house in beautiful New Wilmington, Pennsylvania. She uses, she calls them toasted cheese sandwiches. And uh, we go to the cheese house. I go to the cheese house with her. It's a nice cheese shop in New Wilmington, Pennsylvania. Uh, would you know? Would you? Would you know it? They actually sell cheese there, uh, but they also sell a lot of good gag gifts as well. Um, but she makes a really good toasted cheese sandwich or grilled cheese on white bread, and I like. When she puts pastrami in the sandwich, I sometimes have her get the pastrami lunch meat, and it's really good. Really good pastrami. Very salty though, but it's good pastrami. Uh, my good friend Steve. Again, you can't get this at a restaurant. My good friend Steve. We call him Cheese though. He makes a really good grilled cheese, and he uses Velveeta. And Velveeta is the pinnacle for melted for melted cheese. Amazing. He puts bacon bits in it, too. Oh, man, my sodium intake really goes up when I have that. But it doesn't matter because it's still amazing. Shout out to my boy, Secret Agent Steve. You make a killer grilled cheese. Uh, to the restaurants now. I've mentioned the Blue Gray Bar and Grill on the square in beautiful Gettysburg, Pennsylvania before. They actually have their grilled cheese as an appetizer. It's called Grilled Cheese Bites. And this is not your ordinary grilled cheese, and I'm going to tell you why. They put apples in the grilled cheese. They put apple slices. Now, you might think it sounds disgusting, but it's actually amazing. And it's great. It's a two-for-one. You get a really good grilled cheese sandwich, and you get your fruit intake for the day, and you get your fruit. Um, very delicious grilled Cheese. Uh, Arugas. This is a chain in the Harrisburg, PA area. But I also, I looked it up a couple weeks ago. They have like one or two in Florida. And they actually have a couple in New York State in, and in the state of Connecticut. We love all the people in Connecticut. Uh, that's where ESPN is located. But they have a donut grilled cheese. Where, yes, the bread is not... Your typical bread, it's a glazed donut. Very good, I've had it before. But they also have a burger there now. I forget the name of the burger, but the bun is actually two grilled cheese sandwiches. Heart attack on a plate! Heart attacks on a plate. (laughs) Another place I like my grilled cheese. When I'm with my grandma when I'm at college and I go over to her house and do the laundry, it's very convenient. It gives me a reason to go see her. We sometimes go to this place on Route 18 in Newcastle called Grill on the Hill. And when you walk into the place, it's like a county fair in a restaurant. Just some of the exotic foods and the desserts they have. But I got the bacon mac and cheese grilled cheese. First off, it's on white bread. Then you choose your cheese, and they have so many different types of cheese. They even have a cheese I've never heard of that I only think is exclusive to Grow on the Hill, called Buffalo Wing Cheddar. I've I have yet to try it yet, but I bet it tastes like buffalo wings. So, but it they have it's a grilled cheese. So you pick the cheese, and then it's served in the sandwich with uh, two slices of bacon and mac and cheese. It's amazing. I've had it twice now. I had it back in June. Just a beautiful grilled cheese, man. Everything about it's beautiful. I mean, just beautiful. And lastly, a place I love grilled cheese. Well, hold up. Two places. In college, I I go to the Tub, which is our uh, little cafeteria. They make a killer grilled cheese. But last but they actually serve it on Texas toast. But last but not least, when I was 15 years old, Back in the year 2015. Hard to believe it's been five years. We went on vacation. Me, my mother, my father, and my grandma who... The same grandma who makes the toasted cheese sandwiches with the pastrami in it. We went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We got to see exhibits on the history of rock and roll. uh, Some old merch by the Beatles. Green Day. A lot of stuff. But afterwards, then we drove to a suburb of Cleveland called Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Cleveland Heights. And we got to eat at this grilled cheese emporium. If you love, It's like Disneyland for grilled cheese. It's called Melt Bar and Grilled. Melt Bar and Grilled. And I can tell you, man, their grilled cheese is amazing. So, when I went with my family. First off, my dad got the Korean War Pig grilled cheese, and that is a Korean barbecue glazed boneless pork spare rib served with kimchi slaw, pear onion pear onion, excuse me, cilantro relish, and a cheese we like to call Munster Cheese. Now that doesn't really sound all that appetizing to me, the Korean war pig. So, what I ended up getting when I was there was the Mighty Macaroni grilled cheese. And this, this quite frankly, might be more of a heart attack than Aruga's. It is, there's mac and cheese in it, but they go one step further and deep fry the mac and cheese. You heard me right, deep fried. Ha. It's layered with cheese sauce. And then they serve it with your favorite cheese. So I got American on it. Quite frankly, it's going to be messy for your hands. They layer the thing with cheese, cheese sauce, your favorite melted cheese. It's it's so good. I remind Feel like, it feels like just yesterday I had it. It was so good. Oh, if you're in the Cleveland area, go check out Melt. I think you they would love your support. And then my grandma, when we went, she got the Purple Parma, which is an eggplant Parmesan grilled cheese. It was crispy, breaded eggplant with rich marinara served with grilled tomato, roasted garlic, mozzarella, And Romano cheeses. So, that is grilled cheese. And before I wrap things up, I have two questions for you all. What is your favorite cheese? And you can write the, and you can give me your answers in the reviews on Apple, Spotify. You can, uh, if there's a review on Spot, tab on Spotify and TuneIn, you can leave your answers there. We'll check them. I have two questions for you all. What are your favorite cheese? What is your favorite cheese or cheeses? Because I have multiple. I like American cheese. I like cheddar. I like blue cheese. Even Havarti or goat or brie cheese. I love a lot of cheeses. So what is your favorite cheese or cheeses? And then two, where do you like to get your grilled cheese? Whether it's Grandpa Bill or Tiny Tim or... Arugas or melt? Where do you like to get your grilled cheese, and what is so special about it? Do they put mac and cheese in the grilled cheese? Do they put a uh, buffalo wing cheddar in the blue cheese? Do they put pickle spears in it? What's so special about it? All right, time to wrap up this this episode. I thank all of y'all for tuning in. Leave a nice review. Don't forget your homework is to answer those questions on the review. If you have any further questions, go to talk to the production team or you can hit up my dad. He has Twitter. Just look up Reverend Lou Nairi. I don't know his handle, though. You can look look it up. He's a good follow. He tweets a lot about Jesus, politics, and sports. With that being said, I'm going to wrap the podcast up. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Listen to Tony. Go Yankees. And this is Sports Bar Talk. WHERE WE GOT THE BEST SEAT IN THE HOUSE!